0: I think that's really what this comes down to, is that companies have, for the last decade, taken an approach of collect as much as you can and then figure out what to do with it later.
1: Have you ever wondered what's different about all the big companies? Say Facebook and Microsoft, Adobe and Google, the list goes on and on. How does one company's privacy policy compare to another company's? What kind of data are you really giving up? Well, we've decided to research and get all the answers for you. And in this Commando On Demand episode, you're gonna hear about the very first rating system for companies that collect your personal data. The company's name is Osano. They're headquartered in Austin, Texas, and they just released their very first data privacy, what they're calling the Misleader Board. And wow, you are gonna recognize a lot of the companies on the list. You probably do business with them every single day of your life, but you've never actually thought hmm, I wonder what they do with all this data that they collect about me. And before we get to all that, first, a huge thank you to some of our partners because they help make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need help getting to your short list of qualified candidates fast. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard and when you need to hire fast accelerate your results with sponsored jobs new users can try it free at indeed.com slash kim that's indeed.com slash kim terms conditions and quality standards apply hey welcome back to Commando on demand I thought you'd be interested in this because so many of us are concerned about our personal privacy and security. We got a press release from a brand new company called Osano, and they say, and this is their PR talking, they're on a mission to educate consumers about which companies are the best and worst at collecting and sharing your personal information. Okay, that's a big motto. So how does it add up? Well, to find all the answers, we have Mike James from Commando.com. Mike is going to talk to their CEO and co founder, a guy by the name of Arlo Gilbert, about why the company was just started five months ago. But really, what I'd like to know, and I know you would like to know, which websites rank at the bottom of its misleader board?
0: It all started when we saw Mark Zuckerberg getting interviewed by the senators okay. after the big Cambridge Analytica scandal. And, uh, you know, these senators are smart people. Many of them are attorneys. And they were asking uh, they were asking Mark questions about how he was tracking them or why he was tracking them after they'd even logged out of Facebook. And it just occurred to us that these really smart people who are in charge of our government don't even really understand the technology or what they're getting into when they sign up. And that was the light bulb moment. We said, wow, if they don't get it, then how is the average person who just spends a few hours a day online for fun supposed to understand all this stuff? So that was the the moment that we said we have to go address this problem. We have about two dozen lawyers. Uh, These are attorneys who work, uh, you know, they've worked at lots of great places like the ACLU and the EFF. And all they do for us all day long is they go and they read the fine print on all the websites that we all go visit. So they read the terms and conditions and the privacy policies and and all sorts of complicated legal agreements. Um, They read them, and then they go through and they answer hundreds of questions about how these companies are handling your and my private data. And then we use those answers to come up with a score. So we're not out defending anybody. We're not out suing anybody. Uh, We just wanted to make sure that we had really experienced professionals who were going and getting the answers for all of our questions.
2: So but how does your company make money? I mean, you're in business to make money, right? So how how does that work?
0: Yeah, so we are in business to make money, but we are a B corporation, which is a, a special kind of company. And you might even think of it a little bit like a, a hybrid between a nonprofit and a for profit. So our nonprofit business is under the privacymonitor.com brand, where you and me and anybody can just for free, no ads, no tracking, no money exchanging hands, get you know, simple advice about whether you can trust sites as you, as you surf the web. The way we make money is on our B2B product. So we make software for businesses that help them to understand whether the vendors that they're doing business with and whether they're vendors' vendors and whether they're vendors' vendors' vendors right. are all following best practices when it comes to data privacy. And that helps them to avoid getting sued. It helps them to avoid ending up in the news when they didn't mean to. Uh, And and things like that So it's a a, a business software focused on supply chain and vendor management And that's how we make money
2: Uh, What we want to do is get into some specific companies So I have Capital One here You've gone back behind the scenes of Capital One How does that work?
0: So, Capital One publishes lots of documents like privacy policies in terms of service that they make available, um, but like most companies, they know that the vast majority of users out there like you and me don't really read that fine print right so we had our attorneys go and spend a bunch of time reading their documents, and you know we weren't surprised to find things that were a little questionable and you know with Capital One, uh, what we found is that they have some clauses in their privacy policy about engaging with them on social media. So we're talking about Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Snapchat, really any social media platform. And, and what they say in their privacy policy is that if you talk to them or talk about them on any social media platform, so let's say you, you tweeted at Capital One about something about internet banking, that they take that to mean that you're agreeing to their privacy policy and that they can now use your data even though you've probably never seen their privacy policy and you might not even be a customer.
1: Gosh, isn't that great? I mean, think about all the information we just gleaned in those few moments. And we're going to be back with Mike to learn about how companies like NBC News, GoFundMe, and Snapchat, yeah, I know you've heard about them, how they grab your private data. But coming up first, let's hear from one of our partners because they help bring you Commando on Demand. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss an opportunity to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Commando On Demand a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at invest.robinhood.com, invest.robinhood.com. Hey, welcome back. We're speaking about a new system that rates how companies gather and use your personal data. The company who created the system has released this misleader board, revealing the company's rated at the bottom of what they're saying, their transparency scale. So listen up as Mike is back to talk about GoFundMe, Snapchat, and even Great Britain's government. And later on, we've got your back with some ideas on how to protect your personal privacy.
2: How about NBC News? What do they have that's uh, a little bit sketchy?
0: (laughs) Yeah, NBC News. That one, uh, that one scared me even. Uh, so NBC News uses a set of tools that track every key press. On their website and every mouse movement on their website, so when you go to their website, um, if you start typing something into a search field uh, and then you decide not to push the submit button, it doesn 't matter because NBC still gets that information they 've got all these trackers on their on their system that are pulling in every little thing you do on their site, even things that you wouldn 't expect that you would have happen. You know, we've all been trained that when you hit the submit button, that's when you're giving the information to the company. Now, NBC News is, is doing the exact opposite. If you type it, it belongs to them.
2: Well, do you think that's just because they're doing target advertising, so they want to know who's interested in what? Is that what it's for, or is it worse than that?
0: Yeah, so you know, we never really know the why of why the companies are doing it. I mean, we don't we don't dig too deep into the technology and the tools that they're using to do this keystroke uh, logging and these form analytics. Most companies who use tools like this are trying to understand how people behave on their website because the more data they have about you and how you engage with their website, the better they can advertise to you, the better they can optimize their website. But the problem is they're not making it clear up front that this is happening. And since This isn't something that you would expect to happen. We feel like this was a big red flag from their privacy policy.
2: Okay, so we've all heard of GoFundMe, big company. If you uh, have a company that you want to build, you can put it on GoFundMe. And it's social media, social sharing of uh, people's funds. So what do we need to look out for with GoFundMe?
0: So, GoFundMe is a great platform. They help people raise money for healthcare bills. They help companies to, to get money for their startups. Um, but when the first thing you do when you sign up for GoFundMe is you have to tell them who you want to invite to fund your project. And when you go and invite other people through that GoFundMe platform, what their privacy policy says is that they assume that you the person who is asking for help with their medical bills or their startup have gone out and had a conversation with every single person in your address book and told them all about GoFundMe's privacy practices. And, you know, we saw that and we thought, gosh, most of us haven't even read that privacy policy, much less are we going to be out there educating other people about it. I'm not an attorney. Uh, this just seems like a really big red flag for us that they expect you to act like somebody else's attorney. So Snapchat, a uh, popular social media platform, you know, we've all heard about their disappearing messages, and you know, we think about them in terms of disappearing privacy rights. Uh, You know, when you sign up for Snapchat, they have some language that makes it look like they are going to ask for your permission before they access your contacts or your location or your address book or other private information. But then if you keep reading and if you're really carefully reading, what you'll find is that they actually say they may get your consent before accessing that information, which means that they also may not. So it's kind of up to them whether or not they decide they want to tell you what they're collecting and what they're going to do with it. And that's really outside the norm for, for a popular social media company to not make it clear that you have the right to consent. Um, so we thought that that was a big red flag for Snapchat.
2: Snapchat is, I think, uh, pretty popular with uh, younger millennials probably and below. Do they have wording in there? As I understand it, you just send pictures on Snapchat, snap a pic, send it to somebody, then it disappears. In their wording on Snapchat, can they save those pictures on servers somewhere in the cloud?
0: You know, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I'm not an attorney. And so I'm not really in a position to, to speak about their practices as far as saving the photos. Um, I would be very surprised if they weren't saving the photos. But that's just my opinion. Because if they're if they're so sneaky about accessing contacts and location, I don't know how much I would trust them with other things.
2: The UK government, I was surprised to see this on the list. What are they doing? Or what could they be doing that would be questionable practice.
0: In May of 2018, there was a new law passed called the General Data Protection Regulation. And that governs how anybody in the European Union, uh, meaning all of those EU uh, bodies, it governs how companies have to engage with them uh, and website owners have to engage with those people. And even though the UK government was uh, a big part of drafting this legislation, and at least for now, they're still part of the EU, Um, their own website actually doesn't even have any of the legal requirements around the general data protection regulation. So we just thought that one was funny, because if the, the government who writes the law doesn't follow it, how can they really expect anybody to take them seriously?
2: Do you think something like that is coming to the United States? I mean, are, is our legislature uh, looking at privacy? Well, I know they are, obviously, after talking to Zuckerberg last year and all that. But what uh, what is our government doing about some of this stuff?
0: Yeah. So right now, the federal government's in a little bit of a holding pattern. Uh, you know, We see a lot of the candidates that are uh, throwing their hat into the ring for the presidential elections, talking a lot about technology and data privacy. Uh, but we haven't really seen any any actual real legislation get put forward. Um, I had a chance to talk to a congressperson about three weeks ago, and their feedback was they didn't think that this current congress had the willpower to get it done. Um, and so right now, what it looks like is we're just stuck with a patchwork of state laws. So we've got California has a law. Washington state just passed a law. Here in Texas, we've got two different pieces of legislation that have been proposed about data sharing and data privacy. Um, And that could be a real mess for companies because trying to comply with 30, 50, you know, different laws, depending upon which state the person is in who's visiting your website, that could be a real nightmare. So we need some federal legislation, but it may still be a few years.
2: Is this, is this affecting um, companies like Facebook? I mean, do they have to, I don't know, maybe stop doing these practices in California or close down their 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 company altogether in, in different states? Or how is this affecting the companies that you have these
0: policies? Or yeah, are they just so ignoring them? Well, yeah, so so Facebook for the most part ignores these things. Uh and they, they take an attitude of come and get us. Uh, you know, we're big and we can fight. Um, You know, when we've gone through and looked at a lot of other companies in this space, many of them are not complying with California's laws. And the the thing is California's laws have teeth. It gives individual people the right to go and sue these companies for privacy violations. Um, So I expect that over the next year or two, we're going to start seeing a lot of class actions. We're going to start seeing a lot of individuals going after the companies like Facebook. Um, But for now, it's all been pretty quiet because it's all still pretty new.
1: Okay, you want to stay right where you are because coming up, we're going to reveal the most surprising company on this misleader board. But first, another quick thank you to one of our Commando On Demand podcast sponsors. It's 2019 and technology has grown leaps and bounds since 1999. So why are you still using that old, outdated software? Find software that fits your business's needs using Captera.com. I get asked all the time for different recommendations, and I refer people to Captera.com With over 700,000 reviews of products from real software users, discover everything you need to make an informed decision. Search more than 700 specific categories of software, everything from project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software. No matter your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution, fast. Join the millions of people who use Captera each month to find the right tools for their business. Visit Captera.com slash Kim today to find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business. Once again, that address is Capterra.com slash Kim. Let me spell it for you. C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Kim. Hey, welcome back. I'm sure you've really dug so far. Mike James and CEO Arlo Gilbert of Osano talk about the companies that scored at the bottom of their misleader board, about questionable data collection and sharing. Now, you're going to be so surprised when you hear which company ended up in the cellar.
2: I see Delta Airlines on your list. Now, that's a company that I would think would be pretty uh, straightforward as far as your privacy. What are they doing?
0: Yeah. So Delta Airlines, a uh, you know, great company. Uh, they actually do have good privacy practices. But as we were going through their privacy policy, what we found is they spend all this time and their legal team put all this effort into drafting this long privacy policy, laying out their rights and obligations and what you as a user and a buyer of Delta's products should expect. And then at the end, they say, oh, by the way, this isn't a legal document and you can't hold us accountable to any of it. So, you know, I just begged the question for us, why write it? You know, which makes us feel like maybe this was just a marketing ploy, right? Let's, let's pretend like we're doing something for privacy. But uh, at the end of it, let's just disclaim everything. And so, you know, according to their own documents, their privacy policy is not enforceable. Um, which then raises lots of questions about whether they're really complying with California law, Washington law, the general data protection regulations and so on.
2: Yeah, that's so funny. It's a, it sounds like lawyer speak. It's like, uh, OK, I'll take you out to dinner. I'll buy. We'll go to the movie. I'll buy. We'll get popcorn. It's all going to be great, uh, except for you better bring your wallet because uh, I might not have any money.
0: That's exactly right.
2: That's okay. exactly right. Uh, AT and T on the list now. AT and T, big cell phone provider now, and uh, so that's a that's a big one. Are they are they looking into our phones, at our contacts, and I guess everything else, texts?
0: Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's a separate conversation. We do know that AT&T has had programs and may still have programs that let them look at all the stuff you do uh, on their internet connections and on your Wi-Fi connections, on your cell connections, so that they can target advertisements at you as you surf the web. Um, But what we found was actually a little bit more along the lines of what GoFundMe is doing. So on AT&T, for example, you might have a family plan where you've got you know three or four people who are all on the same plan. Or you might have a small business plan where you're paying for the cell phones for 10 or 20 people or they're providing internet to your office or your home. And AT&T says that we assume that anybody who's using these, uh, these services on your family plan that you have gotten everyone together to talk about our privacy policy. And again, it's like GoFundMe. at and T's asking you to play lawyer. They're asking you to sit down and explain privacy rights to other people. And they know that this is not your area of expertise. And they know that pretty much nobody is doing it.
2: I wanted to go back to Facebook. How far do they go as far as a person's privacy? Facebook
0: tracks everything you do. Um, They are in bed with all of the major websites out there. You'd be hard pressed to find a website that doesn't have some of Facebook's beacon technology in their website, meaning that uh, when you visit a website, even one that Facebook doesn't own or run, Facebook's probably getting information about you from them. Um, So Facebook knows a lot about you. Uh, The big problem that Facebook has really had isn't about the data collection. It's been around the fact that they've been so freewheeling with sharing it with third parties, right? Whether that was intentional or unintentional is, I think, what they're arguing about. Um, But, you know, as, as we surf the web, Facebook's watching.
2: Do you have a Facebook app on your phone?
0: So, yes, I actually do have Facebook on my phone, I don't think that the technology companies are bad companies, but I do think that they end up taking advantage of the fact that you and I don't read the fine print. And so if you read the fine print and you still feel comfortable with using Facebook or any of the companies we've talked about, then you should go ahead and use them. But everybody deserves to have the knowledge of what they're doing with your data. So I do use Facebook. Uh, It's you know, for me, the best way to stay in touch with friends and family across the country and to share photos of my kids.
2: AccuWeather. This is one that everybody has on their phone, or at least a lot of people have on their phone. Well, they probably need to know where you are, your location. I don't know what they necessarily need to know your contacts and everything else, but
0: what are they doing? This one really surprised us. Uh, when we dug into AccuWeather's fine print, what we found is that they say that they have the right to collect health and biometric data from your device and any connected wearables. And so this means things like heart rates or potentially blood sugar readings. Uh, any information that they want about your health and your biometric data, AccuWeather carves out the right to get it. And by using their app and by using their, their weather services, you're giving them that right to your healthcare data. We still don't understand why. Um, you know, They're a weather company, so the location would make sense. But uh, why do they want my heart rate? Are they trying to find out whether I get excited by hot weather? I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, probably they want to have the ability to sell that information to insurance companies. Wouldn't that make sense?
0: I think that's really what this comes down to, is that companies have, for the last decade, taken an approach of collect as much as you can – And then figure out what to do with it later. And sometimes that what to do with it is about selling it. Sometimes it's about building more products. Sometimes it's about improving their products. Um, But I think a lot of companies just have this just take it all approach. Um, And we're starting to see a lot of good companies now out there who are saying, no, that's not the right way. We should only take what we need. Uh, But in AccuWeather's case, it sure looks like they're just taking stuff they don't really need.
2: Have you had instances or maybe I'm sure you have of where you expected to see privacy practices that were a little bit, I don't know, fluid, but they came back that they were actually pretty iron tight and pretty uh, on the level and not taking information that they could?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So good companies make – best efforts, right? They're, they're doing things like they're making it real clear what they do with your data. Because if you're going to do a website or using an app, they're going to get some of your data. It's just part of the deal. It's how they can provide their service. So we're not against the idea that you collect data. Um, but really good companies make it clear what they collect. They make it so that if you want to have them delete that information, that they will delete it. Um, and then they only collect the minimum that they need to provide service. And so my personal favorite out of all of the thousand plus companies that we've analyzed is the popular blogging platform medium.com medium has a perfect privacy score they go above and beyond they make it easy to opt out of data collection they make it easy to delete the stuff that they do store about you and their privacy policy is written for you and me to understand it's not written by lawyers for lawyers
1: Osano likes to say that their misleader board ranking is kind of like a credit score. The worst score a company can get is 300, while the best is 850. You see, companies are judged in five categories, and where they're ranked from very poor to exceptional, they plan on releasing a list of iffy websites every single month. If you want to learn more about the list, just head over to their website, privacymonitor.com, Where they promise they're not going to use any cookies to track you or make you sign up for anything. And before I leave, I just want to say thanks for listening. And also make sure that you subscribe to all of our podcasts. You can subscribe on Apple, Google, or your favorite podcast player. And the really great thing about subscribing is that you get these podcasts delivered to you automatically. You don't have to do anything. And as promised, here are some ways to keep your data private. You can use the operating system TAILS. Maybe you've never heard of it. It's actually an acronym for the Amnesic Incognito Live System. Try to say that five times. Anyway, the system allows you to surf the web anonymously and bypass censorship almost anywhere you go and on any computer without leaving a trace. But keep in mind, there's always some way that they can probably find you. And for sending out secure messages, you want to use a program like Telegram Desktop. It focuses on sending free, speedy, safe, and secure messages through encryption. And these messages you send can also self-destruct. If you're looking to clear your search history and get rid of cookies, well, web browsers like Chrome, Firefox, and Opera can do the trick. You can also use a VPN. We have a ton of information about all of this over at commando.com. And don't forget... On every Kim Commando show, we have a special feature. It's called DIY Security. You don't want to miss that. That happens on the Kim Commando show every single weekend.